Welcome to the By Words Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Hughes. I love helping passionate women gain clarity about their purpose so they can kick fear to the curb, break up with the hustle, and say goodbye to the lies that hold us back from pursuing our dreams wholeheartedly. We're going to get open and honest, share some laughs, and maybe some tears. But at the end of the day, my hope is that you will walk away encouraged, inspired, and ready to step into your purpose with confidence. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive right in. Hello, welcome back to the By Words podcast. I am very excited about today's topic because if you followed me on Instagram for a while, you probably know that I love mindset. And the reason why is because through my own process of healing, I've really discovered that everything does start in our thoughts. It starts in our mind and it affects everything that we do. So I want to talk to you about this progression that takes place on a daily basis all day long that really creates and forms the reality that we are living every day of our lives. So here's why your thoughts matter. Let me just give you a little bit of mindset 101, okay? Everything starts in your thoughts and most of us know that a lot of our thoughts are subconscious. Actually, um, I shared some statistics not too long ago, but we think on average about 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts every single day. That's just the average person. Okay. (laughs) From that 80% of our thoughts are negative and 95% of our thoughts are repetitive. So what that could look like is your mind running on autopilot. A lot of our thoughts are subconscious. They're so ingrained into our thought patterns that it just happens without us even knowing it. So it's really important to be aware of our thoughts because everything starts there. And from our thoughts come our feelings. Our feelings are triggered by thoughts, whether we know it or not, but think about it. Okay. Let's say you hear someone say, you look really pretty today all of a sudden you're feeling kind of confident, maybe kind of bashful. Maybe you're just feeling better about yourself. You're, you're noticing that before you may not have been thinking about how you looked, but now you're realizing I look good today. I look pretty today. That makes me feel good, right? The same happens negatively. So if you think I look fat today, you're probably going to feel discouraged, just kind of down in general, right? And I'm going to get into this. I'm going to share an example from my own story about how this has played out in my own life. But really, I think a lot of people act on their emotions. It's it's a natural thing to do. If you're feeling something, we can be inclined to let that dictate our days and our life really. But I think the thing that a lot of us don't realize is that we can actually get a little bit more control of our emotions if we will just really take captive our thoughts. So we start with thoughts, it moves to our feelings. From there, our feelings create our desires. So our desires are the things that we want to do, the things we want, the things we don't want. It could be our goals, it could be our hopes. And these things are really based on our feelings a lot of the time. So In the previous example, um, if you think to yourself, I look fat today, and then you start feeling disappointed, your desire could be 
to lose weight, to start eating better, to change the way you look, you you wish you looked different. It could be starting down this cycle of comparison, you know, so you can kind of see how it's a ripple effect starting with a thought. So from our desires, usually our words come up. Now, words are a very easy place to start in the process if you're just kind of starting to evaluate what's going on beneath the surface because words are the first thing that takes place above the surface like where we can see it where other people can see it and it really reflects what's going on beneath so there's a verse that talks about how out of the overflow of our heart our mouth speaks so our words have you ever caught yourself saying something and you're just like Ugh, I didn't mean to say that but it kind of really was something that you didn't realize you were thinking. It's probably because you just didn't realize what was going on beneath the surface, but our words really do reflect what's going on in our heart and in our minds. So words are a key part in this process. And from our words, usually our actions follow. Now, this may be a little bit confusing. I know thinking about words and actions, it could be, you know, I can't really see how my actions are based on my words. Again, this goes back to kind of subconsciously thinking things that kind of motivate our feelings, our desires, the way we speak, and then the actions and decisions we choose to make. Okay. So yes, you may not say I need to lose weight. And then your action may not be eating healthy 100% of the time, right? But our actions tend to line up with what we're thinking, feeling, desiring, and saying. So if you're talking about, I really want to save more money, the more that you talk about it, the more inclined you might be to take action. So this is where it gets tricky, okay? Because what you repeatedly hear, you believe. This could be, what's coming at you, what you feel like is being said um, through the media, on social media. It could be things that you are saying about yourself, that a family member is saying about you, positive or negative. It really affects the way you view your life. And I've talked about this before on social media, um, on my Instagram, but it really is so, so important to be aware of what you are letting influence you, who you are letting influence you and speak into your life. And... I may go into this in another episode, but our words are so powerful. And even going back to the Bible, we read all throughout scripture how the power of life and death is in our tongue. We get to choose. I mean, being created in God's image, he spoke and created the world. When we speak, we are creating realities. And I know it can sound a little hippy dippy <laughs> and woo woo thinking about speaking something into existence, but whether we realize it or not, we are building a reality based on the things that we are saying, because what we're saying is rooted in what we're thinking and really believing about ourselves and our life. So it's really important to be aware of what you're saying. And this is why I really love positive affirmations. This is something that's become a part of my daily routine, um, especially in um, moments where I find myself feeling a little bit more negative or I catch myself in a comparison cycle. And we'll get into this in a little bit too. But anyway, that's just my two cents on words. And from there, like I mentioned, typically we act based on those things. And our actions over time add up to create our overall behavior. So that's kind of the pattern that happens. We call it in the coaching world, the model. So again, just to recap, it's thoughts, feelings, desires, words, actions, and then our overall behavior. So 
I want to give you an example from my personal experience so you can kind of see how this all plays out. So if you listen to the story about how ByWords came about and really my story, you probably heard me talking about how I had an eating disorder for over six years and it really took over my life. And for a long time, it really seemed impossible to change. I really just could not see a future where I was past it. And I literally never would have imagined that I would be where I am today in my relationship with food and body image, especially after going through pregnancy and postpartum and all of those things. And guys, it really came down to my mindset. It came down to my thought processes. Okay. So let me just walk you through this. At first, I was trying to change my behavior, okay? So I got to this point in my eating disorder where it was really, really taking a toll on my body for the worse, and I knew something had to change. And quick side note here, and this is something I think about a lot of the time at the beginning of the year, especially when people are talking about New Year's resolutions, but the problem with changing your behavior is that that is the last place in the progression. So a lot of the times when we want to change unhealthy habits or make a change in our behavior, it isn't usually very lasting um, or sustainable because there's so much backing our overall behavior that we kind of have to start from the root and make changes from there. So at the time when I was starting to realize that something needed to change in my life, I started working on my behavior. I went to counseling, I went to therapy, I went to see a nutritionist who made me meal plans and so on, but none of it really clicked for me because it was all surface level. And basically I was just treating symptoms of an unhealthy mindset. And that's what happens when we try to change starting from our behavior. So one day my nutritionist sat me down after several sessions and realizing we were getting nowhere. And she just said, Hannah, I'm trying to help you, but if you don't make a change, you are going to die. And it took it being that severe and extreme for me to realize that something really had to change. Like beyond just eating off of a meal plan, I had to make a change in my life. And that in your face truth about the way my life was heading woke me up to the reality and responsibility I had on my hands if I ever wanted to overcome this. I had treated symptoms for long enough without any lasting results. So I decided I had to dig into the mindset work. So let me take you through my progression for how I even got an eating disorder in the first place. And I want to talk about this because even though it might be an extreme example, it is an example of what happens when we let ourselves cycle through that progression over and over with an unhealthy mindset. Okay. So starting with my thoughts. I was bullied as a little girl. So the thoughts that occurred to me after that first instance of disapproval, which was when I was in second grade, two of my best friends told me that I was fat. And all of a sudden I started being really self-aware, like, oh my goodness, there's people who are looking at my body and I didn't know that it was wrong or bad. And I just realized for the first time this instance of disapproval based on my size. And it sounded like in my thoughts, I'm not good enough because I don't look a certain way. People will like me better when I'm prettier or skinnier, etc. And then from there, the feelings that I felt from that were just constantly feeling insecure and inferior, very self-conscious and guilty, shame, isolated, and so on. So after my feelings, the desires I started to experience were, I want to lose weight so that I can be prettier because ultimately I desire to be liked and I desire to be accepted. And because that was such a huge desire of mine, 
I noticed it starting to show up in my words. And I would say things like, I hate my body. I look so ugly in this outfit. I wish I looked like her. Why am I not as skinny as her? Things like that. And from there, my actions became obsessing over food and calories and restricting and planning my whole life around meals or avoiding meals, binging and purging, all the things. Okay. So my overall behavior from there became a full on eating disorder before I knew it. And I was spiraling into anxiety and depression because I let this cycle play out over and over again for six years until I dug myself into a rut so deep that it seemed absolutely impossible to live any other way. So, you know, when people talk about being in a rut, A rut is a path that's been worn down by repeated travel over time. And that's actually what's going on inside our brains with our thought processes. So I kind of think like a path through the woods where it may just be grass and weeds, but if someone walks that path over and over again, there's going to be a trail. It's going to be a very visible trail, a very convenient trail that's easy to walk through the woods, right? So there's a neuroscientist, Caroline Leaf. She's absolutely amazing. And she talks about this concept of neuroplasticity. It's basically the brain's ability to rewire itself. And it's actually biblical because we can be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Okay. We are transformed by the renewing of our minds, not our behavior. And that's really important to note. So a lot of people get stuck in a rut thinking that they'll never be able to change, but it is totally possible. And it's a lot more simple than we think. And okay, just because I said that it was simple doesn't mean it is easy because it does take time and consistency and commitment, but it's the same process that made the negative mindsets become a habit or familiar in the first place. Okay. So like walking that path in the woods, if you're laying out a negative thought pattern over and over again, it's going to be a lot easier to walk that path than paving a new one, paving this process, your feelings will follow. So from there, my desires changed and then my words started to change as well. And I was thinking and saying things like, I can do this. The healing process will be worth it. And my actions reflected that because I started opening up to people. Um, I started trusting people more and being open to accountability and learning about how food is fuel for my body instead of labeling some food good and some food bad. And overall, my behavior started to change because I was putting in the work to heal my body and mind so I could overcome this struggle. I was surrounding myself with people who could encourage me through the process. And eventually, I was finding ways to help other women in their own process of overcoming. So to start paving a new path in your mind, Pinpoint the things you spend most of your time thinking about. It may take a little digging, but if you spend a lot of time comparing yourself to other women you've seen online, you can see how those thoughts would trigger a negative thought progression. And the same goes if you're surrounding yourself with positive people. You'll likely trigger a positive thought process if you spend time thinking about what you're grateful for, ways you can encourage others, and so on. So I wanted to share just some practical tips for starting that rewiring process in your mind. Okay, so number one change what you're seeing and hearing. And we all know how advertising works, right? You see a billboard, you hear a commercial about Chick-fil-A, and suddenly you start to crave some chicken nuggets and waffle fries. Why is that? Because our environment triggers thoughts 
that start the process of feelings, desires, and so on until we wind up in the drive-thru. <laughs> and that, that's a silly example, but the same can be said about scrolling through Instagram and seeing all these beautiful, put-together women who look like they've got it made, and suddenly I'm thinking, wow, my life is a mess. I don't look as good as she she does, or maybe I need that. And just this downward spiral, right? And it takes us down the spiraling path of feeling less than or desiring to have more or be more. So here's the the main point of this is what we consume contributes significantly to our thought life. So we've got to be really cautious of what we are letting trigger those thoughts in us, positive or negative, just It could be as simple as unfollowing some people you know are going to make you get stuck in that comparison trap, or it could be intentionally surrounding yourself with more positive people. So step one, change what you're seeing and hearing. Step two, affirmations. And I've talked about this a little bit already, but affirmations really are one of the best tools for proactively approaching mindset. And I call this implementing the positive shift. So if you're like me and you've struggled with perfectionism or body image, going back to changing what you're hearing, you might need to start speaking out some things that affirm the good in yourself, your life, and your circumstances. So for me, it was saying things like, I am valuable. I am loved and accepted just as I am. I am thankful for my body until those became my default setting instead of the negative thoughts, basically forming a new habit, like forming that new pathway. All right, number three, gratitude breeds grace for yourself and others. And who doesn't need more of that? I am raising both my hands. (laughs) Okay, so number four, get a clear vision. And I am talking crystal clear vision. Okay. This is really the heart of it because getting a clear vision for where you want to go in your life and who you want to be can help you transform your mindset. Because when your thoughts are clouded with fear and doubt and comparison and insecurity and all those things, it can really keep you from seeing the big picture for your future, from feeling motivated or even moving forward at all. It can really make us stuck. And at the same time, when you do have a vision for where you're headed, your mindset will be the determining factor in the fulfillment of your dreams and goals, because knowing your why and keeping that in front of you will help you tremendously when you start experiencing those doubtful thoughts and things that make you feel unsure about whether it's worth it to keep going. Let me just reassure you, it is. And like I mentioned before, you didn't get to that negative autopilot thought sequence in a day and you probably won't be able to change over to a new positive default setting in a day but it can be done so i hope that those tips are helpful for you today when it comes to mindset i'm sure we will dive more into this as we go but i am someone who just really nerds out about this kind of stuff so i could talk about it all day but i just wanted to give you a couple practical tips to help you start being aware of your thoughts so that you can change the course of your life because it really does all start there so If you are interested in diving more into this, I do have a free goal setting guide that can help you get some vision for your life and start setting goals so you can move in the right direction and make those dreams happen. It is perfect for any time. It doesn't have to be at the beginning of a new year. It could be at the beginning of a new month or a beginning of a new week or even today. So if you are interested in that, it is um, in the show notes. I'll make sure it's linked there, but I would love to chat with you about it on Instagram. Feel free to come and ask any questions or share your favorite tip from this episode as far as mindset. I would just love to hear from you. So thank you for being here and I will talk to you again soon.
Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into another episode of the ByWords podcast. I love having you here and I'm so grateful for your support. Don't forget to share a screenshot of this episode and tag me to let me know you were here. I can't wait to talk again soon, but in the meantime, be sure to connect with me over on Instagram and in the ByWords community group, which you can find links for in the show notes. Until next time, stay brave and remember, I'm cheering you on.